Welcome to the Faith Assembly Podcast. We're so glad that you joined us today. It is our desire at Faith to help you connect, grow, and go in your walk with God. We hope you're encouraged by this message from Pastor Steve. Would you turn with me in your Bible or however you access the scriptures uh, to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And while you're turning there this morning... um, just want to mention to you that there will be no animals harmed in the production of this message. We'll get to that in just a minute. So, man, isn't life great? Life is a glorious journey, isn't it? Surely it has its ups and its downs. There will be good times, there will be bad times. There will be seasons of great rejoicing, sometimes seasons of great sorrow. But, you know, when you, when you couple it all together, life is a many-splendored thing. And, and we're just so appreciative of the life that God gives, that he, enjoy, he allows us to enjoy. And, you know, even in light of the fact that there are good times and there are bad times, there are seasons of uh, hardship and seasons of blessing, and they all kind of come together, you know, as a package deal I believe today, even in the face of that, that I'm speaking to kingdom people. Got any kingdom people in the house today? Got some kingdom folk. Yeah, yeah. The people for whom Jesus said, I have come that they might have life and have it more abundantly, right? The people that Jesus says, I want to move them from glory to glory to glory. Those, those people. Is that who I'm? I want to be sure I know my crowd today. I, I believe today I'm speaking to people to whom the Lord would speak and say, do not remember the former things nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. How many of you today are ready for a new season? I believe in my spirit that the Lord would say of this message I'm about to share with you today that if you will be willing and obedient, you're going to eat the good of the land. You're going to have you're going to have it. You know, many people, though, they indicate sitting in this place that, you know, if you ask them point blank, are you ready for a new season? Are you expecting God for a new thing? There are a lot of people that would say, yes, I'm ready for that new season. And I do live expecting God to cover me with abundance and to fill my life with purpose and meaning. But on the flip side of that, there are far too many, however, that for them, life seems to be a test to be endured rather than a blessing to be enjoyed. And many will live, you know, so familiar with the same rut that they've always been in that they can't imagine anything different, anything new, anything extraordinary, anything out of the ordinary. Uh, Discouragement and frustration have become constant companions for them. Defeat has become a way of life. Cynicism and doubt have become the basis of their expectation or their lack thereof. And today, though, I believe in this place, there are people under the sound of my voice that are longing for a breakthrough. You are longing for, you're wanting God to do a new thing in your life. 
You're tired of circling the same piece of ground over and over and over again, and there's something inside of you that's longing to break out and go into a new territory. I believe that the Holy Spirit is here today, and it's his desire to lead you into a beautiful new season of living. God does want to give us abundant life. God does want to do a new thing in our lives. Our problem, however, is sometimes with the way God chooses to do that and the way that God chooses to lead us to that season. Well, they say the closest, uh, the closest distance between two points is a straight line. That's how we anticipate God moving in our lives often, is in a straight line. How many of you know what you'd like God to do in your life? Come on, just, yep, absolutely. Most of us have an idea, we've got a plan. It may not be God's plan, but we have a plan. And with our plan, we also have an accompanying desire of how we'd like to see God move us from where we are to where we want him to move us, don't we? And it's, it's always a straight line, isn't it? It's, it's just like a lateral movement. We just want God just to translate us from point A to point B. But how many of you know that sometimes God leads us as he's transitioning us from glory to glory, even still, he will, he will lead us at times through difficult moments in life. He'll lead us through trying seasons. And, you know, sometimes there are those mountaintop experiences. But then along with that, we, we, get, we get some of the bad along the way as well. God wants to lead you into a new season. And the issue for you and I today is not will we go through different seasons of life, the question for you and I today is, will we be prepared for those seasons as they come? Let me, let me just share with you today that the way God moves is often hard for us to understand. The seasons through which he leads us sometimes are difficult to accept. And I want to illustrate that here for you. I ask you to turn with me to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And I'm going to read that, and as I told the folks in the first service, I'm going to read Ecclesiastes chapter 3 here, and I'm going to do my best not to interject the phrase turn, turn, turn between every, every piece here, okay? To everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. Everybody shout amen. amen. Say, woo, preacher, I believe it. I believe it. There is a time for every season. There is a, everything has a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. Oh, yes, preach, brother. You ready? Here's the rest of it. There's a time to be born and a time to die. There's a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill, a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to gain and a time to lose. Oh, Jesus, no, you didn't say there was actually a time to lose. That's what the word says. There's a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silence and a time to speak. There's a time to love and a time to hate, a time of war and a time of peace. Now, let's be real honest here, folks. We only like half of this. 
All of it is the word of the Lord, but we only like half of it. Because if we had this verse the way, this passage the way that we want it to be, we would hear Solomon say, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. There's a time to be born, to plant, to heal, to build up, to laugh, to dance, to embrace, to love, and have peace. And that would be it. We wouldn't include those other things because we want the good without the bad. We, we, I don't believe, now we can spiritualize it and certainly there's scripture to undergird it. But we have to get in the spirit to really understand it and we have to be spiritual to, to stand and, and just be okay with it. And sometimes we can get to that place and we accept it. But I believe that in our natural man, we have no measurement by which to record the value of the hard seasons in life. How many of you have ever been through difficulty and in your flesh you were just like, man, I'm going to tell you what, I am so glad that I have encountered this. Praise God for the hard time. No, we don't. We have to get a spiritual viewpoint. We have to really seek the Lord and say, God, what's going on here? I don't, I'm, I'm afraid I don't understand this season that I'm in right now. I'm afraid I don't understand your leading. But Solomon says that all of it, the good stuff, the bad stuff, and all in between, that all of it, that there is a purpose for every season through which you and I pass. Now, let me give you the purpose. As God is leading you through this life, God moves in our lives not to advance our purpose, but to reveal his glory. I want to say that again. God moves in our lives not to advance our purpose, but to reveal his glory. As I said, we've got a purpose. We've got an agenda. We know how we want God. But can I tell you, God's not interested in your agenda. God's not interested in your agenda. God is interested in advancing and revealing his glory through your life. He's more interested in his plan than your plan. Because his way, Isaiah says, are higher than our ways. They're beyond our finding out. We can't know the mind of God the way when we see him moving in our lives, we may not understand it, but we have to trust the heart of God. But here's our confidence. Even though we want the sunshine without the rain, we want the good times without the bad, here's our confidence today. Paul writes to the church in Rome and he says this, and we know that all things, everybody say all things. <clears throat> That's a pretty inclusive statement there. All things, if you just consider that, we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And you may have seasons of blessing and seasons of lack, seasons of great rejoicing and seasons of mourning, and it seems that everyone wants the mountaintop experience, but nobody's desirous of the valley that has to be crossed, nor the rough mountainside that has to be scaled to reach it. And understand this, God may lead you through varying seasons in this life, but we can trust that in all of it, his desire is to weave into our heart and our mind and our spirit a beautiful tapestry that reveals his glory in our lives 
and that leads us to a place where we are achieving his purpose. We may not always understand it. We don't even have to really like it. But we need to understand and we need to trust the heart of God that he is leading us to a place that we're going to be better off if we just accept the season and embrace the seasons through which the Lord is leading us. As a matter of fact, Solomon continues in verse 11 here and he says this, he has made everything beautiful in its time. He has made everything beautiful. And it's time. How many of you right now, you're going through something and you don't understand it? You've recently been through something and you didn't understand it. You're on the backside of it now and you don't understand it. You're coming up towards it right now and you don't understand it. Can I tell you that the promise of God for your life is, though you may not understand it and though you may not have a great value and appreciation for it in this moment, if you will trust God and you will hold to the hand of God as you walk through that situation, that circumstance, he will make something beautiful of it in your life. He will make something beautiful of it. God moves in our lives through times and seasons. Times change, seasons change, and God changes us through the, the utilization of times and seasons that he allows us to move through. The Bible's full of illustrations to this point. How many times in the scripture do we read phrases like, when the fullness of time had come, when the appointed time had arrived, when the people were ready all of these things, they're there and they usually denote, not only do they share the passage of time, but they denote a point where there's a change of season. And I want to tell you something today, church. As I said earlier, the question is not, will new seasons come? The question is, will we be prepared when they do? Because as surely as time passes, seasons change. See, the, the trees outside are bare. We don't have to stand in great faith. We don't have to believe. We're not going to have to fast 40 days or anything else. As surely as winter yields to springtime, it's going to bring a new season. And the trees are going to bear their leaves again and, and bring forth their fruit in due time and, and all of those things. I mean, it's going to happen. You were young and now you're old and you know that with the change of time, with the passage of time comes the changing of seasons. Some of you were young and now you're kind of middle of the road and you already understand this principle that with the changing of time, the passing of time comes the changing of seasons. And are you ready for the new season that God's trying to bring into your life? Because what he's trying to do is move you, as we said, from glory to glory to glory. This is not a self-help message today. This is a maturing message. This is a message of how we grow up in the things of God. If there's anything we can learn from the Apostle Paul on this matter, we find it in 1 Corinthians 13. With the passage of time, Paul said, there's going to be a change in the seasons. And he reflects back on that and he says these words, when I was a child, I understood as a child and I spoke as a child. But time passed by and seasons changed and I became a man. 
And when I became a man, I put away the childish things. In other words, what Paul's saying to us here is I didn't try to bring the conduct of a previous season into the new. I knew that as seasons changed, so did I. The problem is sometimes there's a lot of us we want to say, well, we've got, we've got so many years worth of experience in life. We've got 10 years, 15, 20 years of life experience. And the truth of the matter is we don't have 15, 20 years of experience. We've got one year of experience 10 or 15 times because we've never changed. We just keep living the same cycle over and over and over again. We're not allowing that work of the Lord in our lives because we haven't prepared ourselves for the new season. See, while God moves in seasons, we tend to get stuck in cycles. A cycle is defined as a complete round or series of occurrences that repeats or is repeated. It's like those words on the back of your shampoo bottle. Wash, rinse, and repeat. Don't ask me where the end of that is. I don't know. It, I guess it's in perpetuity, but it, hey, it helps sales, so there you go. Now, some things are going bust for us in life sometimes because as Jesus spoke a principle to his followers, we need to pay attention today. And Jesus said that you couldn't pour new wine into old wineskins because they would bust. And sometimes we go bust in certain situations in life because God's trying to bring us into a new season. We're still behaving according to the old cycle. So in other words, the newness of life that Christ is trying to bring to us, we're pouring new wine into an old wineskin. And we're not moving forward. Listen, there, there's no need to do the same thing in a new day expecting a different result. There's no need to do the same thing in a new day expecting a different result. We're not, when we do that, we're not living in the beauty of God's purpose for the season as he's trying to bring that new season into our lives. We're not living in the beauty of that purpose when we're hanging on to old cycles. To the contrary, we're actually resisting the work of God. He's got us on the potter wheel and he's trying to apply some pressure to our lives sometimes and, and, and work on us so that we are made into vessels of honor. And we're bringing that old cycle in. We're saying, no, 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 I can't change. I can't do that. I can't, I can't move. I can't conform in that way. We're, not only that, we're frustrating the purposes of God for our lives. Now, today I want to share with you some of the cycles in which folks find themselves and, and thereby they are stuck and it hinders them from embracing the new seasons into which the Lord is leading. Thus, they would realize the beauty of his purpose being fulfilled in their lives. And as I begin to share some of these things today, you, you should have received one of these cards when you were walking in. If you didn't get one of these cards, just grab a tithe envelope. We don't care. And as I begin to share with you some of these cycles in which people find themselves stuck today, I know that I could, and you see here that many in our first service did, 
find things in their lives to say, this is, I'm stuck here. Here's a cycle that I'm stuck in. And we're going we're gonna to have a little exercise a little later. And we, we believe that the Lord is going to heal, that he's going to break cycles, that he's going to bring liberty, and he's going to release people to move forward into new seasons. But grab a card, and as I'm talking, if anything comes to mind, if the Holy Spirit begins to deal with you about something, I want you to write it down. Don't, you, we don't need your name, address, phone number, any of that, anything that would betray your anonymity, because this is between you and the Holy Spirit. There are a lot of cycles that we get in, and I just want to illustrate a few of them here for you this morning. And like I said, this is by no means an all-inclusive list of things it's just some things. Some things that we encounter as God is trying to open new seasons before us, as new seasons are being ushered into our lives, but through the passage of time, that we can find ourselves standing off from God's purpose in that season and not embracing the work of God in our lives in that moment. Sometimes we get in a cycle of rehearsing past hurts. There was a time, there was a season, a space in life when we were filled with faith and we began to step out into new things. And as we stepped out into new things, we found out that it wasn't making everybody as happy as it made us. We, we were kind of like David on the battlefield when he stepped out to face the giant and, and made his brother upset with him. Somebody had something to say about us. They said some things that hurt our feelings. And now every time a new season in life comes by, a new opportunity is there. We, we want to step out. We want to embrace it so bad. But we go back and we reflect on that time when somebody hurt us. And we said, no, 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 I can't, I can't make myself vulnerable like that again. I can't put myself in that situation again. God is opening that up before you. God will take care of the, of the naysayers. But we're stuck in a cycle there. Sometimes we, we get stuck in a cycle where we blame others for our shortcomings. You know, we don't want any responsibility in it. We were right. That's all we want to hear about it. We're not, we're not trying to have any kind of introspective look in ourselves and see what God's trying to do or mold or shape in us or what things he's trying to purge out of us. We're not willing to lay ourselves on the altar and say, Holy Spirit, search me and know my heart. See if there's any unclean thing in me. No, no, no. Every time that we hit some kind of uh, difficulty, some kind of failure in life, we start looking around to see whose fault it was and who we're going to blame for our dreams being shattered. Sometimes we get stuck in a cycle of running away from difficulty. There's some of you that the Holy Spirit has been challenging you with things. He's been whispering to your heart and he's been calling you to a greater place. He's been calling you to a greater revelation of who he is and he's been calling you to walk in greater faith. But every time you begin to step out, you begin to meet a little bit of adversity. And unlike David, who on the battlefield ran towards his adversary, you're running away from it every time that you encounter any bit of adversity. And you're shrinking back from the challenge rather than rising to. Sometimes we get stuck in a cycle of negative thought processes. Every time we're presented with an opportunity, we allow the seed of negativity to just talk us right out of it. God's opening up a new season. Time's passing. We're moving into a new season. We're like, no, 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 I can't. I can't embrace the purpose of God here because. 
Here's all the things that'll go wrong with that, see? The season is there. And the question is, are we gonna embrace it or are we gonna allow negativity to cause us to refrain? Sometimes we get caught in a cycle of excuses. Can I, I, I shared this with the first service, I'll share it with you. Will you love me when I'm done? Just want to be honest. It's a maturing word. Some of us have made so many commitments in life. And with every commitment we've made, we have at least a half a dozen or more accompanying excuses as to why we're not going to do what we committed to do. There's some people in some of our lives right now, we've given them so many excuses that when it comes time for us to fulfill our promises, They've actually come to expect that text message or that phone call or whatever it is that says, I'm sorry, by the way, I, I'm not going to be able to do that. You know, I, I was going to, but I would have, but I wish I could, but and on and on and on that list goes. And we're allowing excuses to keep us from embracing what God wants to do in our lives. Sometimes we're caught in a cycle of allowing a root of bitterness to taint our spirit. Do you, know, do you know sometimes even the Lord himself can't make us happy? That's right. Because to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. There's a time to rejoice and a time to mourn. And sometimes when we're led through some of those woeful situations, if we're not careful, the enemy can come in and he can whisper such lies to us about it that we begin to have a bitter spirit about the things that we've had to go through in this life. We can, we can just be sitting back all the time going, well, God, I don't understand why I had to endure that. I don't understand why this storm came into my life, why this hardship came my way. And the whole time, the Holy Spirit's going, well, if you would quit focusing on that, I'm trying to open up a season of blessing and a day of rejoicing over your life. But we're so stuck in the root of bitterness and that, and that cycle that we just can't let it go. We may have been through some things. Yes, it may have been the Lord's leading. It, it was things that he allowed into our lives. Yes, it was for his purpose, but no, we didn't like it. And we carried the stench of one season into the next. And it frustrates us and it frustrates the purposes of God. Listen, I heard Pastor Tony Miller say these words the other day and it was just so profound. I wanna share it with you here this morning. Seasons change when time changes, right? Seasons change with the passage of time, but cycles never change until we change. And if we wanna be ready for the new season, we're gonna to have to search our heart for the old cycles that have been holding us back. Maybe fear, maybe other things. I mean, as I, you know, when I'm talking about these things, hey, maybe, maybe you've had some traumatic things going in your life. Maybe as a kid you were abused. Maybe, maybe as a spouse you've been abused, maligned, neglected, whatever it is. And you just, you know, it's hard for you to put yourself in spaces of vulnerability anymore. But you find yourself trapped in a cycle that just doesn't permit you to avail yourself to the new seasons through which the Lord is leading you. There's a cynicism 
in your life. And I'm telling you today, that's got to be broken. That's got to be put on the altar. And you know what I was thinking as I was thinking about this message for today, I began to think about Abraham. If we put Abraham's life and journey in the context of Ecclesiastes chapter 3, let's just do that for a moment. The Lord came to Abraham and said, Abraham, I want you to offer your son, your promised seed, Isaac. I want you to take him to a mountain that I'm going to show you, and there I want you to offer him as a burnt offering before the Lord. In other words, what God said to Abraham is this. Abraham, I'm about to usher you into a season of mourning. There was a season of great rejoicing. There was a season of what we'll call a miraculous birth. You know the story of the birth of Isaac. Great rejoicing. That was a season. Abraham had been living in that season. And God comes along, knocks on his door and says, hey, Time's passing. Just want to let you know season's getting ready to change. There was a time to be born and there's a time to die. And I'm calling Isaac's time. And I'm calling for a change of season in your life, Abraham. What did Abraham do? You know the story. He got his servants, he got his donkey. He gathered the wood and he got the fire and he started out to the land, to the mountain that God was going to show him. And they're heading up that mountain. Isaac looks over and says, Pops, hey, I see the wood. I see the fire. Where's the sacrifice? can't imagine what went through that father's heart in that moment but I can tell you what had gone through his heart previously what went through his heart before he ever started making that journey was this God if you want to lead me into a new season I'm going to trust you it doesn't matter that it's not one of those favorable seasons I trust your purpose I trust your plan. I trust your will for my life. And I don't want anything to stand between me and your purpose, even if it is this boy. And for the sake of your will being done in my life, I'm going to offer it all to you so that I can embrace the season into which you're about to lead me. Does that make sense to you this morning? So I've asked you to write on your cards things that may be hindering you, things that you've warred with, maybe for years, for decades even, things that you've struggled with and you know the Holy Spirit right now is weighing on your heart and he's beginning to touch things in you. I want you to write those things down right now. Things that have kept you from moving forward, whatever it is, fear, I just not disclosing anything but I I just see there's a card up here on this altar simply says me I think we could probably all write that sometimes I am my biggest problem in seeing God's will fulfilled in my life 
I asked Pastor Glenn earlier this week, I was talking to my team, I said, you know what, I, I'm just trying to imagine what it looked like at the place where Abraham offered Isaac or was about to offer Isaac before God intervened. Could you help me dream that? Could you help me imagine that? And I want you to recreate it here. I think he did an awesome job. I mean, that's pretty good for a paper rock, isn't it? In a moment, our worship team's gonna begin to lead us. I want you to bring those cards. I want you to lay them here on the altar. I want you to find a place around this altar to pray and I want you to say, Holy Spirit, God, I, it may seem silly to some people that there's a paper rock in the front of this church, but to me it's very symbolic. It's symbolic of a hero of the faith who for the sake of the purpose of God was willing to offer his own son. And God, I'm certainly willing to offer the things in my life that have held me back, that have kept me from gaining ground, that have helped me, kept me from pursuing your purpose and embracing the season in which you had me walk. I want to invite you to stand all over the sanctuary as we begin to as we begin to sing this next song, I want you to come and I want you to lay those cards here on the altar. It's symbolic of everything that's holding you back. It's symbolic of Romans 12. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies living sacrifices unto God, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. It's symbolic of laying things on the altar and saying, God, would you take it from me? God, I've, I've lived in this cycle long enough. God, this cycle has held me back for long enough. And today is the day of healing. Today is a day when hindering cycles are going to be broken in my life. Today is the day when I'm going to stop living in that cycle and I'm going to prepare for the new season that you've got ahead of me. And today, Lord, is the day that I need by the help and the power of the Holy Spirit to change. As we sing, would you come? We hope you enjoyed this inspirational message today. If you would like more information about Faith Assembly, please visit us on the web at faith-assembly.org. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you have a blessed day.